Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. Uh, This show is brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. And we would ask you to do us a little favour and visit our sponsor's website at greenheartcbd.ie. So on this episode, if you're a separated parent, in particular a separated father, uh, you'll definitely be able to relate to uh, today's discussion because it's all to do with Christmas Day and where uh, children of separated parents should spend Christmas Day and why in many cases uh, children never get to spend the whole of Christmas Day with Daddy. It's usually only for a couple of hours. Uh, why uh, does basically mothers seem to uh, get their way as regards Christmas Day, or do they? Well, that's certainly the case with uh, Terry, who messaged us over the weekend. He himself is a separated father of an eight-year-old girl uh, and wants to uh, bring this topic up because he's very annoyed. So have a listen to this. He emailed us over the weekend. The email address is... All opinions matter show at gmail.com. All opinions matter show at gmail.com. Anyway, here's what Terry wrote. Uh, when you have the time, you should cover this topic on your show. It's about father's rights at Christmas time. I'm a separated father. I have an eight year old daughter with my ex. Would you believe I have never had her on Christmas Day? Not for the full day. Usually for two hours in the afternoon when my, when my ex drops her to me and then comes back in two hours. It's heartbreaking. I texted her the other day to ask, could she stay with me on Christmas Day this year? Stay over on Christmas Eve, be here with me for Christmas morning, and I'd drop her back uh, to hers at three o'clock for dinner. I got a text back straight away saying, no, she's with me for Christmas Day as usual. I'll drop her over in the afternoon for a few hours as usual. Anyway, Terry goes on to say, can you believe this? Why can't we have one year with me and uh, maybe every second year? Am I asking too much? You should discuss this. I'm sure there's other fathers in the exact same situation. And that's from a guy called uh, Terry. So, um, yeah, it's it's, a difficult one. No, it's not difficult at all. It's not difficult. And uh, father's rights in this country disgust me. Or lack of father's rights when uh, you're a separated father. No, I'm not. Thank God. But I would hate no father should have to fight for visitation for his child on Christmas Day. Now, I know some of you listening are going to say, well, he does have the child for two hours. That's bullshit. That's a, that's a, a token, isn't it? That's a token. Here, take the child for two hours. Um, she's eight years of age, and he's never seen her wake up on Christmas morning. I presume they broke up when the child was a baby. I mean. Yeah, I assume so, yeah. Um, and he's never seen her wake up in the morning uh, for Santa. That's very sad. You only get 12 years maximum where there's magic on Christmas morning, if you know what I mean. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 12 years maximum. And he's going to lose out on all that. That's not fair. Is it? A lot of separated mothers are nasty. Na- now, I'm sorry. If you're going to be offended by this, I don't care. But a lot of separated mothers are nasty, nasty people. They use children for wep- as weapons, and they especially use children. I know from friends of mine, I've at least six friends who are separated fathers, and they know around Christmas time, and I don't know what it is, it's an inherent um, want to 
destroy your ex's life or to, to, to stab him in the back and to hurt him as much as you can. But a lot of single mothers know that around Christmas time, if you want to hurt that ex of yours that you have a child with, the best way to do that is on Christmas Day or Stephen's Day. Okay, is but, there not uh, not something to be said for, uh, you know, a child having a routine every Christmas so that Santa uh, just, arrives at, uh, at the home that the child normally lives in? So therefore, um, you know, having yeah. going to daddy's isn't going to yeah. work. Yeah, one of my mates uh, has an ex who had that opinion as well that you have uh, because he, for several years, would say, I want her on, on Christmas morning. No, no, she has to be at home. Routine, routine, routine. And two years ago, she went off to Lanzarote with the child for Christmas morning. So how, how was that routine? And and, uh, by the way, why, how do you been very quiet about this? How do you feel? You're a separated father. Now, obviously, it's not... Um, a pro- or it's not... An issue an anymore. Issue for you because your kids are, are like adults and they probably don't want to be with you on Christmas Day. Um, but... While they were growing up, I uh, visited the uh, house every Christmas, had breakfast with them on Christmas morning, and then went off and did my own thing. Yeah, that's not fair either. Why? Oh, you think it's fair? It worked, yeah. Oh, you want to be treated like a second-class citizen? Okay. It, it worked. What do you mean it worked? It worked. The kids were in their own home for uh, Christmas Day, um, and I was happy enough with it. Oh, so you only wanted to see your kids for a couple of hours on Christmas Day? I was happy enough with the, with, oh. with the arrangement. That see, we, there, it's people like you... That allow this to happen because I'm telling you, I mean, allow it to happen. I was happy enough with the situation. You were happy enough, yeah. To I was, yeah. I was oh, happy okay, enough for the kids to be in go. their own home on Christmas push, Day. Push over, okay. All right, no sooner have we um mentioned this conversation and we got this message. Have a listen to this. This is Catherine. How are you, Adrian? What's the story? Catherine here. Uh, I'm just literally sending this message in because I'm actually shocked at what I'm hearing. This guy is moaning about getting a few hours with his son on Christmas Day. Like, in fairness, you know, mothers do most of the work the majority of the year. Separate parents, it's usually the mother that takes on 90%, 95% of the responsibility. And the, po- the fathers pop in for all the fun stuff, like Christmas. And then they're not there for the harder stuff, like when the kids are sick or when they need something. Do you know what I mean? It, he just wants the good parts. Like, he should be happy that he gets his kid for a few hours on Christmas Day. A child belongs in their family home with their mother on Christmas Day. With the person who's there, the majority of the time and with the in the house where Santa comes right this shipping them off else this here there and everywhere on Christmas day is a load of bollocks this guy needs to shut up and cop on to himself he should be lucky that he's getting any time on Christmas day because if it was me I would be happy enough to keep my kid with me all day so I just think he's moaning for the sake of it get over it consider yourself lucky there's plenty you don't get right, what oh make of my god <laughs> and there's Phyllis you see, this attitude really annoys me as well, Phyllis. I'm sorry, it really, really bugs the shit out of me. And she says, they are not nasty mothers. That's the comment I made a few moments mm-hmm. ago, saying that there are a certain cohort of separated mothers who are nasty, nasty, nasty people and who just want to hurt uh, their ex. And Phyllis is saying, they're not nasty mothers. But I'm sorry, Phyllis. If you want to put your petty squabbles ahead of your children's well-being on a Christmas day, then you are nasty. It's about what the child wants, and it's about what both parents it, want. What if the child wants to be at home with mommy? <laughs> if, if it's about what the, what the child wants... Sorry, do you think in, in, in Terry's situation, the child has been asked? An eight-year-old doesn't know what they want. Dean, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dean? Hi, how are you? Good, uh, Dean. Well, what did you want to say on this? Yeah, I just think um, on uh, on the topic, I think that 
in this case, you have a father that actually wants to uh, spend time with with the child, which mm-hmm. um, obviously not all fathers do, unfortunately. Um, so in that case, like that's a better off case that it should be just one fifty fifty. Like, um, like okay, but, uh, uh, but she, uh, she has basically know, said no. She has said no. You can have uh, you can have her for two hours in the afternoon, as as we uh, have done for the last number of years. So. Uh, don't rock the boat, basically. And he's upset. He wants to be able to have the child in his house on Christmas morning. Um, is there n- nothing to be said for, you know, children need a bit of stability. And, you know. Sorry, they've lost the stability because mommy and daddy don't live together anymore. Uh, so there's the stability gone. So what are you talking about, Adrian? The stability of being uh, in where they normally live when uh, Santa comes. Oh my God. And it's do not you, like he's not getting to see his do child. You honestly, do you honestly think that the, the children care? Um, where Santa comes. Santa will go, Santa is very magical, yeah? Mm-hmm. Santa will go wherever the kid is staying. Kids know that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I think there's something to be said uh, for the child being where she need, lives most to, of the time. I think you need to grow a pair of balls and start defending men. If, if he wasn't allowed to see the child at all on Christmas Day, uh, we'd, ha- we'd be having a but conversation. Even, but two hours is just token service. It's just a, oh, you can have the child. Would you agree, Dean? Having a child for just two hours on Christmas Day is ridiculous. No, absolutely. That's kind of dangling the carrot in front of the donkey's face. Yeah, like, it's just, absolutely. Like, why should you, should you have to settle? It's your child. You've put as, as much into it as the mother has. Fair enough, he didn't carry it, but you still have the same emotional capacity as the mother So. Why can't you get fifty percent of the child's life, basically, and have the child it, every second Christmas or, or whatever way? Is it not a bit messy? You know, every second Christmas or uh, whatever. Is, is it not a bit messy? Um, in in my opinion, like it's not ideal. Obviously, like uh, uh, ideally, the the photographic images, like the whole family being around the, the fire at Christmas and everyone being together and all, but that's not the the cards that they've been dealt, so like you have to find the best out of the bad situation, and in that case, changing it every year or whatever way that they do it. Now, if there's certain circumstances where, say, it gets the the child gets two Christmases at home with a mom, that's then repeated with the father, gets two with them. If there's change of circumstance or something like that, but I think. They should just do 50 50. Yeah, I just think 50-50 just doesn't ever work. Uh, the well, child, of course it does. That's, that's the, the child lives with uh, with mammy most of the time. Yeah. Um, and, you, you know, a 50-50 arrangement for uh, having children never really works well. But, but of course it can. Look, it's very simple. This year they stay with you uh, on Christmas Eve and spend Christmas Day with you. The next year they spend Christmas Eve with the father. What's, what's, why are you complicating this? All right, let's have a listen to... Um, here is a uh, single father who's a little bit annoyed over this. I'm raising my two kids on my own. The mother won't even take them on Christmas Day. I'll get a message now or a, a call now on the next couple of days saying that she's not taking them on Christmas Day. She won't take them on New Year's. She barely takes them all during the year. So what's your woman on about there? Like, you have no idea what it's like for a man out there when it comes down to because even the courts say a woman has priority over the kids, which is bullshit, because most of the women out there are the new men. Like, back in the, the day when the men were out drinking all the time and partying, the women were at home with the kids. It's reversed now. It's the women that's doing it. So the man wants to spend time with his child, his child on Christmas. He should be allowed to spend the day with his child on Christmas. Fair play for wanting to spend the day with his child on Christmas. As most fathers out, some fathers out there are gone for the hills over the woman. 
All right, thanks very much indeed. Let's have a listen to uh, this message from Liam. Hi, just ringing in about the topic you had on Facebook about uh, who fathers had their children at Christmas. Well, it's an incredible question to... to it's a pity you have to post this. Of course, fathers should have their children at Christmas. Obviously, when you're separated from your ex-partner or your wife, hopefully you should at least have your child every second Christmas. Uh, it's awful the way some mothers, even though we're going through a, a change in yes. society where uh, people, women, are um, looking for equal rights. So we should have our children at Christmas, fathers. And any father that puts up with an hour here and an hour there is doing their child no service. I had to go to the courts, and I got what I wanted in the courts. I get my child three days a week, when the mother has the child four days a week. Every single week, three days. And at Christmas, we take turns. It's as simple as that. Most men are letting women dictate to them. And the women are just being spiteful because of a, a bad breakup, maybe, and they're using the child as a weapon. But if the man is clever enough, he'll bypass all that, he'll go straight to the courts and get it sorted. I did so, and everything is cool, everything is grand. I have a child, I'm separated from the mother, the child is in my life massively, and we share custody of the child. Now, I know circumstances for other men and women would be different. I mean, it depends on the lifestyle and everything that some men and women would be living. But that's the small minority. I think the large minority would be 70 or 80% of women are just being spiteful to their partners. And that's as simple as that. And if you take that, then you take that. But your child loses. So go to the courts, get your custody, get your shared custody, get your visitation rights, get your overnight sleeps for the children and you organise it through the courts and the woman can do nothing about it I'll leave it at that Alright, thank you very much indeed uh, Liam Now, uh, Mick you're on Opinions Matter How are you Mick? Yeah, not too bad Yeah, I was just listening to that guy there he's saying bring it through the courts and bring it through all this like I mean let's be straight and honest here and let's get, get it right here courts, the, pa- the court orders are not worth the paper they're printed on mm. and I know this for a fact they're not worth the paper I mean I had a situation years ago with my son now it, thankfully it got back to normal and great yeah. but if I talked to my ex and I we had a conversation about it there about a couple of weeks ago and she just literally turned around and told me if I wanted to break that court order there's nothing you can do about it I can do what I want mm. and that's what I want and let's be honest about it the only people who are winning here are the solicitors and the barristers and all these things they're just leaving people around the garden but they okay, know so, and I know so um, uh, an awful lot of people are advising that he take uh, legal action take it to the courts and everything else um, in, uh, I know some men have been in a situation like this and they're very reluctant to uh, go to court because makes matters worse it makes matters it? worse yeah, yeah. like I mean it makes, yes it does make things but let's be honest though which is worse not seeing your kids or having your kids I mean at the end of the day like I mean it's and I don't mean to sound cover off sexy but it's, it's for women it's, it's for all for women my brother's going through eight years of it I had a little bit of experience with it it's no different he, he wouldn't let him see his child, children the other day because he, he's uh, some sort of report was out by a couple of days uh, like I mean it's a big game to these people that's all it is they're only playing around the sisters so they're all playing around you go and ask any judge there let's be realistic how many fathers have got their children mm. Very little, very little. It's all gone against it. It's all, all gone with not for it's not. And I don't mean to come around. I'm not saying all women are like that, but they're not. But like majority now, I've come across now, particularly my brother's ex. You wouldn't hit her, wouldn't be doing her. 
So you would advise this guy to uh, to go to court, would you? Do you think he should do that? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm going to be straight about it. He's not going to get much hope in court. They know who they they know they know who the law side the law is on. They know that ninety percent of the time it's going to fall on her side. And let's be all be honest though. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to fall all on her side. And they know that. And like, and what's the point? Like, couple like I me, mean, uh, as I said, you, I had a situation a couple of years ago where she broke the court order and I went into a, a local guard station. And the local guard station said, well, you make back your solicitor. And I said, well, it's nine years standing there. Could not one of you go down and ask her why? And the very certain they said, are you getting aggressive with me? Didn't want to deal with it at all. You go back to your solicitor. You go, that's a show me on to something. Didn't want to know about it. Okay, so uh, taking it's legal action yeah, I actually, what I think should do, I think another thing is, like, these things, the cameras are not allowed into the courtroom and family, other family members of that person. So that's ridiculous. I think a family member of that person should be allowed into the courtroom. All that's right, stay, okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. Jordan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jordan? How you doing, guys? Good, uh, Jordan. Um, what did you want to say on this? So I'm, I'm in two minds about it. Uh, lucky, lucky they be get time because some, some women don't even give access whether it's Christmas Day, whether it's February, whatever. Mm. But look, he needs to fight two nails. He really needs to go to court. He needs to do everything he can to get more time. Because if, if it's only two hours now, who says in two years' time where it, it's nothing? You know, so I think he has to go fight for it. But in, in, in the same mind, I'm thinking, hey, look, he has it now. Take what he can get, I guess, you know? Mm. And, and, and I kind of feel that way. I do believe that uh, things get really nasty between couples when it, uh, when it goes to court. So at this moment, without having gone to court, he does see his child on Christmas Day. If he were to uh, go to court, um, it could get her back up completely and it could be counterproductive. And he, he may lose access to his child on Christmas Day. I can almost guarantee that he'd lose it if he went to court, you know, or he'd at least lose it while he's in court. Those courts can last years upon years. Mm. I've like, I witnessed it last, last literally five, six years. The kid be 10, but he'd be 15 by the time he actually gets some access, you know, even if he gets it. Okay, so but, he needs but, to take what he has, I guess, you know. And um, like I said, it's not that he's not being allowed to see his child. Um, even Jordan, even Jordan, you're saying that you should take what you're given. No, he's entitled. That child, every child has two parents, and the child is entitled to spend equal amount of time with both parents, especially on Christmas Day. And no father should be just sitting back and going, oh, well, I got them for two hours, I'm happy. Like you, Adrian, you just sat back and you went, ah, sure, I got them for a couple of hours, that's grand, happy days. No, demand more. As a father, demand more. Yeah, the only Jeremy, way I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I, I agree with you completely. But it, it, it's now like it, he needs to maybe sign off on something before they had the baby. Now the ball is in her court. So yes, go to court, fight for it. But he has to know that it could go the opposite way and he gets zero. Yes, I agree with you. He has to fight for it. He should fight for it. All right, so go to court. Um, I mean, you were saying yourself, Jeremy, that you know uh, you have known of situations where people have gone to court and uh, it backfires. It makes the situation so much nastier. It does, and inflames us, yeah. Yeah, so how else is he going to... Uh, you're saying fight, fight for his rights and everything else. The only way he can do that is to actually go to court. That's the reality of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I know it's, it's, it is a tricky one, it really is. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy and Jeremy Dixon. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, Neve, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Neve? Hi, Adrian, how are you? Good, thanks. What did you want to say on this, Neve? Oh, I think it's really sad. You know, I, I'm listening to all these men, they're obviously all dads, 
and hearing them being so downbeat and just not I don't mean putting up with it, but but accepting, saying, Well at least I get at least I get I think we have to remember that dads don't love or miss their children any less just because they're separated. Probably Christmas Day is one of the days they, they don't look forward to if they don't get their kids. So for the sake of the children, for the sake of the relationship, just maybe 50-50, one year on, one year here, one okay, year but, but, uh, but, but she That's is, how we did it. She has quite clearly said uh, you can have her for the two hours in the afternoon that you always have her uh, every year. So she drops the child over and collects the child two hours later. Um, it, it, like we said, if he's to fight this, he has to go to court, and uh, th- there is the possibility that he may not get what he's looking for if he goes to court. It could, it could completely not, backfire. He's getting it, but he's getting nothing now. So, I mean, look at it, this stage, he's getting a couple of hours on Christmas Day. He obviously wants more, with fair play to him. And what's he got to lose? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you you can have her. Well, she's she's not your possession, love. She's your child, and without that dad, you wouldn't have that child. So share the load. One year on, one year in your house, one year in his house. It's horrible. The year you don't have your child is horrible. And that was when I woke up and realised how horrible it must be for men, because I missed her terribly that first year. And I realised, God, if I miss her, dad told me those too. So I copped on, and we did one one year until she was old enough to make her own decision. And it worked. Okay, so um, that's grand that you came to that sort of arrangement. How does he force this arrangement on uh, an ex that isn't playing ball with him? He can't. He's going to have to have somebody else force it on her because at the end of the day, he can't, he can't, because if he he goes up and plays hardball, obviously there's no court order now. She could have shut the door completely and not allowed him to see the child at all. So go to court, get some visitation. He even if he got fifty percent of what he wanted, he'd be doing better than he's doing now. Mm. So just just try and formalize it. So for himself, he can say, okay, you know, brace himself. This isn't my year, or and then get excited in November because it is his year. So just you know, he's he's getting sick all now. I know, but this so, you know the, the arrangement that he has at the minute. He does get to see her every year at, on Christmas and doesn't have a non-year. Do you know what I mean? Well, it doesn't sound like it's very set in stone because she said, well, this year you, you, you can have her for two hours in the afternoon. What if next year, no, sorry, we're going to Lanzarote or no, sorry, we're going to be in me mom's, you can't have her. Mm. He just needs to get something set in stone for himself. He can't be at the end of somebody's stick where they can say, no, sorry, not this year. She's not, like, she's not a possession. She's, you know, it has to be fair. Okay, so you would also be advising him that if she won't come to a better arrangement, then he's going to have to go to court. I think he has to go anyway. He has to get this this written down somewhere. And if if he doesn't want to go to court, if they can come to an arrangement, get it notarized in front of a solicitor so that it's, you know, there's witnesses that this was what you agreed on. And if it doesn't work, then take her to court. There's Mm. other ways. You could go to mediation first if he doesn't want to anger her. Try that. All right, good advice. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note. He will, if he goes to court and requests it, if he can have the kids for Christmas Day, they'll come to an agreement that he will. Probably won't be, probably won't be able to wake up on Christmas Day in his house, but he'll probably be able to go. I should be able to go and stay there for the whole, for 
the holiday to the next morning. That'd be about it. All right. Um, Dara, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dara? I'm good, Harry. Good, thank Apologies, you. Apologies, I've, I've missed most of this. Um, but yeah, I would say because I've been in a similar situation. And I suppose, yeah, I think the best thing is to try and reach an agreement first at the moment. I suppose if that's not working, um, I don't know if going to the courts is the best idea, like you were saying earlier. But like, has anyone asked what the child wants? You know, maybe they can have a happy medium where he's, she spends like the first half of the day with him in the morning and the second half with the mom or something. Okay, but the child is eight. Should a child uh, of eight even have a say? Yeah, absolutely. I think it, that should be first and foremost. If they both sit down with the child, like, listen, what do you actually want? You know, don't be afraid to talk to that mom or dad. Just what what would you like to do? It's you know, it's her it's her Christmas too. You know, arguably, and maybe she doesn't want to go with the dad. Maybe she doesn't want to be with the mom again this year. You know, maybe she's like, I've done this every year this year. I actually want to spend it with my dad. But I think she her opinion should be really first and foremost, even at eight. You see. The problem with the problem with that is is letting kids decide at eight. A kid at eight years of age. I'm just thinking of my seven year old. Yeah, the kid will decide yeah. to go wherever they're allowed to stay up the latest, or who has the biggest selection box, or who has the most toys. Yeah. So then, then you'd get into a situation where daddy'd be going, "Here, listen. If you stay over with me, I'll let you play the Xbox till eleven o'clock at night." And then all of a sudden, the kid is like, "I want to stay with daddy," or daddy would say. Uh, you can eat selection boxes all day and then the mother will go back and go uh, you can eat 20 selection boxes today if you go and yeah. stay with me and, it, and that's that's well, that's what will happen what I did with my partner my ex-partner I did mediation and that was actually just a way healthier way just to kind of have a conversation I suppose off an official record where you're not trying to plead to a judge but just with a kind of unbiased mediator and like that you know we've kind of made an agreement that like one Christmas you know, he can have a certain week next Christmas, I can, do you know? Okay, um, so and, I think and, and that was the arrangement that you came to? Yeah, now it's obviously it's a bit different because of Corona now and, and he's abroad, so it, it doesn't always line up that that works out. But, you know, we have good communication, thank God, that we can sort these things out ourselves. Okay, so um, you, uh, if... As seems to be the case, she's not, uh, you, you know, even discussing it. She's saying, look, this is the way it is. You can have it for two hours in the afternoon. It, it seems to me that uh, the only option open to him is to uh, either go to mediation or go to court. Yeah, I would say I would say first mediation and just, you know, try and have a very yeah honest conversation with her. Like, you know, I don't want to do this, but can we please try and work out a fair solution for us both? And for the child, because I'm sure the daughter does want to spend those kind of moments with the father too, do you know? Mm, mm, yeah, of course she does. Um, but, uh, like I said, uh, the way things are at this moment, he does get to see his child on Christmas Day. You know, we uh, can't forget that, even if it's only for two hours. I don't think two hours, yeah. I don't think two hours is acceptable. I don't think two hours is enough. Yeah. I don't think it's enough either, to be honest. And, like, if it is a case that maybe the mom really wants to be there for the opening of presents they can either then come together, they'll have to like put their differences aside and yeah. have it in one of their houses or let one have a full half of the day. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, Dara, I'm glad you brought that up because this is something, that, this is a drum I've been banging for years and I've always believed this, that for Christmas Day, okay, 
put aside your petty squabbles or whatever if your ex cheated on you or whatever the case may be or, or you just can't stand aside him or you can't stand aside of her or whatever the case may be put all those aside yeah. and spend Christmas Day in the one house and sit at the exactly. table sit at the table with your ex even if you can't stand aside of them uh, sit you're living in a dream world would you listen to me for a second no, no you can't I think it's possible yeah. I honestly like I've, I've had to do it many times and I think in that moment you are just like focused on the child being yeah. happy and I, I do think if you're not petty it's not the biggest thing we, we all say we're relatives we don't like half the time for Christmas yeah. but we put up with that so why not you know make it about the child and just put up with Absolutely. it in a utopian so, a world no, yes no, no, that no, would be you're, you're, the, you're, the problem is hang on no, your it, job as a parent your you job know, as you a parent, know couples who are separated and the bitterness that exists between them because they're children they're big children and they can't get over the bitterness and they can't your job as a parent that's is, humanity unfortunately your job as a parent is to put your child first. Yeah, your child should always come first, yeah? Now, that person that you have the child with, at some stage in your life, you loved that person, yeah? Not necessarily, but yeah, yeah go on. You, Well, in a lot of cases, you wouldn't have a kid with them. Um, if you can't sit... Now, the only, the only exception to this, I would say, is if it was a physically abusive relationship. No woman should have to sit at a table with a man who knocked spots off her a couple of years ago. But allowing for that, yeah, taking away that out of the equation, there is no reason why a two parents of a child who are separated should not be able to sit together and have a bit of turkey on Christmas Day and watch a movie on Christmas night and then the father goes home at 10 o'clock because you know who's the happiest after that day? The child. And what's Christmas about? The, uh, 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 like I said, in an ideal world, yes, we well, would be able to. about ideal worlds? This is a. You're Dara, not dealing in. in uh, Dara's in this situation. Dara, would you be able to sit at the at the dinner table with your ex on Christmas Day and eat a bit of turkey? Yeah, and actually, I have done. And even even last year, I wasn't there for the full Christmas, and my ex actually still went up to my family and spent it with them, and they get along great still. And I honestly had absolutely no issue with it. And like I said, in an ideal world, uh, no all, couples, an all ideal. couples will be able to do that, but we don't live in an ideal world. Well, we People, can live in an ideal world. We can live in an ideal world. You obviously have not gone through a breakdown of a marriage or a long relationship and the bitterness that can be involved in it. The bitterness is a lot of the time it's brought on by blood-sucking, um, blood-sucking legal experts, solicitors and lawyers. Yeah, yeah you, you could be I'm, right. Oh no, yeah. I couldn't be, I am Honestly, right. You, you choose to be bitter and I think situations happen to all of us but you choose how you react so whoever is holding bitterness and can't see that you know it's for the benefit of the kids that's their issue and that needs to be addressed first and foremost like you you choose how you react to a situation and you can choose to be bitter or you can choose to be a bigger person and put your kid first it's that simple it doesn't have to be this big oh let's hold on to all the demons of the past that's your choice if you're doing that all right, great to talk to you as always, Dara. Thanks very much indeed. Let's have a listen to uh, Cher's opinion. That's, yeah, no, I think me and my partner have a daughter together, so I would think, we've always said, if that never happens, that we broke up or separated or anything, that we do what's best for her, you know, and you have to smile and grin it when you have kids and work together because the only person affected is the, ch- the child. So when you decide to have a child with someone, you, him and you will always be you know, bound together for the sake of that child. And no matter what the circumstances is, you have to put that aside 
and say, right, what's best for the child? If she wants to go, I know my daughter would love to spend one day with daddy and one day with me and whatever she chose, there'd be that, that would be the way it is. And I would never take it to heart or anything like that because I know she loves me and her daddy equally. But when people start using kids as bait, it's absolutely disgusting. And then the kids are the ones affected and when they get older, they're the ones with problems and it's absolutely disgusting. Hiya, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What did you want to say on this? Um, I know Jeremy was saying there, you know, it, it's every second Christmas, which I do like, kind of agree with because, you know, there is partners and they move on and they get with people that are younger than them and, you know, that person must start a family with them and he can't really be going off to their house, sitting around their table at Christmas Day and not spending it with a new partner. Yes, it's about kids, but at the end of the day, you know, people move on and they start new relationships and new families with other people. So, you know, it's important to find a kind of happy medium in relation to the new relationship as well. Mm. And, uh, so I don't uh, think like sitting around the table with the old partner, with the kids at Christmas is going to work. Yeah, in no, and, and that's what I was saying to, to Jeremy in your utopian yeah. world, yes. But like uh, Lauren no. is saying, uh, couples move on, they get into new relationship and watch you, you, you dump your uh, new partner for the whole day to go and spend time with your kids. No, no, but I know situations where um, exes ended up have, end up having Christmas dinner with their other ex and their current partner. And the oh, here, that, 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 it, does, it doesn't happen very yes, often. it does happen. It does happen. It doesn't it? happen very often. It happens. It happens. Why, why wouldn't it happen? I mean, am I asking too much here, Lauren? Yeah, you're living in a dream world. Well, I, I personally feel, Jeremy, like, let's be honest, the reason they broke up is because whatever, you know, he cheated or, you know, she cheated or there's atmosphere in the background. Like, my parents are divorced and there's not a hope in hell you get the parent to sit at the table together. It just wouldn't happen. Why? Why wouldn't it happen? Because there's animosity there. There's hurt. There's years of fucking, excuse my language, there's years of, you know, I don't know hurt behind it they just won't put it behind them and sit together it's just, yeah, but, they're yeah, not going to put yeah, through that yeah but Lauren you're so in your sacrifice. yeah but Lauren you're in your late 20s now so Christmas day isn't as important for you as I'm sure it was when you were 8 or 10 so I'm sure it's okay, not okay well bring grandkids into it and the grandkids come along they still wouldn't sit at the same table together so you have to rotate it Jeez, there's very few people in this world that I couldn't sit at a table beside. You've obviously and not gone through a, 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 a bitter breakup. No, I obviously haven't gone through a divorce. Uh, but there's very few people that I couldn't... Stu- like, I'm sure, Lauren, in your situation as well, be it on a work night out or something, or whatever the case may be, there's been times where you've had to sit at a table with someone in work. Yeah, but I haven't, haven't, you know, I haven't had a relationship with them. I haven't, you know, interacted with them on a really personal level that I would... You know what I mean? You just say, oh, ignore them for the night. But there's, you know, there's emotional attachment when it comes to a partner and kids. And, you know, you thought you were going to live the rest of your life with this person. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, it went wrong. And, you know, there's hurt. And that's the whole problem behind it. It's bitterness and hurt and resentment why these things never work out. No, I, I get that. And geez, I mean, if you were to ring any of my ev- and the exes and put them on the show and, <laughs> and ask them their opinion of me, you'd hear a few choice yeah. words, I'm sure. And yet, like, yet you, want, you want people to sit down and have Christmas dinner together. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is, for the sake of one day and for the sake of a bit of normality for the kids and for the kids to go to bed that night going, this was the best Christmas. Like, am I asking? Maybe I'm asking. I, I, I think you are, to be quite honest with you. Let's bring in... No, um, how, about, how about I get involved and get your parents back together in talking <laughs> terms? With yeah, I'm sure you would, Jeremy. <laughs> sure, you're well able to do yeah, that job. I'm sure you would. <laughs> All right, great Thanks, to talk Lord. to you. Uh, let's have a listen to Kieran's opinion. Hey, lads. Um, I don't have a child, 
and I'm not able to come on at the moment. I'm just in work, but um, I think letting a child, letting a child at that age, um, make a decision like that, uh, I have a feeling the child might be a little bit biased towards wherever she spends most of her time at the moment. Do you know what I mean? So if she spends most of her time at her mum's house, um, and then you let the child make a decision, I would say that she would pick the place that she feels most comfortable, um, and. I would believe that that would be at the mother's house because she would see that more as her home, especially at eight years old. Like, I'm sure she's aware that the man is her dad and stuff, but I would highly imagine that she would pick the mum's home because she's more used to that. So I don't know if that's the best idea at that age, you know. And that's a fair point uh, Kieran is making that, you know, don't let the child uh, be the decision maker here. Oh, no, that's... Because she may decide, no, I don't want to see daddy at all. Oh, completely, completely. My kids are are only young and they play us off again. Kids are very, very smart when it comes to that sort of stuff, aren't they? They are. All right, Bill. So my brother went through this and uh, my advice would be go to court because he tried to not do it, you know, not go to court, not drag it around, make it ugly bit, be civil. Uh, But she was just a wagon constantly and it affects more people. Like my mom and dad didn't get to see their grandson on Christmas. Uh, Us as all his uncles didn't get to build his Legos with him and everything like that and all these kind of things. And then eventually my brother went to court and then they kind of ask, well, where have you been type of thing? And nothing's been documented. And then she was, you know, terrible. So I say, unfortunately, go to court uh, as tragic as as that is if you're dealing with a person that just doesn't have any sense of compromise or is using the child as a weapon you're better off to have everything documented in the legal system as early as possible all right bill thanks very much indeed and uh, here's another uh, interesting whatsapp voice note it's not the same case in everything because i was with a girl who we used to get on with our ex-partner and for the kids' sake as well, and to be grown with his partner as well. To the fact when it was the kids' birthday one day and the father was and all the kids and all, all went out for dinner. So it's not the same case everywhere. There is deviousness out there among women. There is among men as well. But women know the Lord is on their side. They know what they say goes. And if you ring the guards, come up. Like, just for say, if she's a good-looking girl and a girl comes up to you, like, he's taking her side, regardless of what you say or what you do. Like, it's ridiculous. Things need to change majorly. All right, thank you very yeah. much indeed for your message. Um, I was just thinking there, I was just uh, dwelling on the whole Christmas Day thing. I think, I think I could name five people in my whole life that I couldn't physically sit beside on Christmas Day for... I'm not talking about relatives, just about people in my life. I think, name about five. Now, you're one of the five, so... <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. Have you, have you many? Um, that you physically couldn't... Oh, well, I know one. Arr. Him. Arr. Arr. Him. Who's that? Him. Oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, no. you, sit, could you sit with him? I, I don't know why you're dragging that back up again. I don't like thinking of him. No, but could you could you sit beside him? No, 
certainly not. Why not? And uh, no, but this goes back to to the point that I was making. And I know uh, you mean well by saying you should put your children first and blah de blah de blah, uh, but it is you're not dealing in the reality of of some couples just can't be together. They just can't stomach being in the same room together. I think that's I think that's very very sad. I really do because I I look at. Friends' weddings that I've been at over the last couple of years, yeah? Mm-hmm. They were now broken up, and on their wedding day, they were as happy as Larry, looking into each other's eyes, and pure love, yeah, pure love. And it's always sad to think that you can go from that... But that's to, life. ...to hating each other. One final message from Siobhan. It's really not that straightforward. I mean, if, if parents broke up and they were arguing, like, the kids might be worried, oh, no, that the parents are going to be arguing on Christmas if one comes over. And then if they do fake it and make it out to be a lovely, happy Christmas, then maybe the kids will get confused and think, oh, they're going to get back together. There's more to it. You just just don't know. All right, Siobhan, thanks very much indeed. Maybe I'm being too simplistic about this. You are. Just keep take the carving knife off the table and it's all it's all safe. Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed it or even if you didn't enjoy it, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified when we upload uh, the next one. Thanks very much for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.